and welcome to my Xbox and me episode uh 234 I am one of your hosts MC Fixer alongside the one and only two fresh crash how are you crash I'm doing good I'm doing good how are you doing I'm I'm absolutely fine How's your head feeling? My my head is I'm feeling good. No headache. No, no nothing. I'm good, bro. How about you? How's has things? How's life? Life's uh why 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 why? So for those who don't know, uh, who are not watching the video version, which is probably most of you, it's fine. Um, I have a uh, bandana on this week. Um, there's there's why? What what's what's wrong with it? Why the bandana? Well. I'll tell you the truth. Okay. Number one. Okay. My hair is getting to a length where it's making hats uncomfortable. Got it. Okay. So when I wear hats, I usually wear my hat backwards, right? Yeah. That's, that's a normal. And then my, my hair at the front is like there. You can see it, but whatever. Yeah, it's usually fine. I, I, I can't do it at the moment. It, it, it's uncomfortable after a long period of time. So, uh, okay. so I, I was like, you know what, today I'm going to put on a bandana, which I bought when I went to Egypt, because I knew it was going to be hot in Egypt, so I'm going to need a bandana. So I bought a couple of bandanas, I was like, alright, cool. And uh, I, just, I just went for it today, Chris, you know, I, I just went for it. I, I trimmed up my beard a little bit, sh- cut myself shaving, this side there, and then, uh, you know, I just kind of went for it. So you didn't try messing with your hairline? So Your hairline's perfectly fine? About that, Crash. So, okay. my hairline is, this is just a, my hairline's fine. It needs shaping. It's okay. fine. Nah, the problem I do have <laughs> is my sideburns. So, I might have been trimming down my sideburns, yeah? A little bit. Yeah. And, uh, because yeah. obviously it's getting, it's getting, that looks ridiculous. I've got to pull that down at least. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, I was, obviously, I was trimming my sideburns and I was like, oh yeah, this is fine. I'm just going to take them down a bit. Get them to sort of the same sort of length as my, my terrible beard. All right. And uh, I might have went a little bit too low. And there might be two big gaps between my hairline and my sideburns now. That <laughs> might be a thing. But I've never, I've never not, ha- I've, ha- I've not, not, I've had, I've not had sideburns before, but not lately. And I'm a bit like, I don't know, I feel weird about it. Mm. So I'm like, I want to just get rid of the sideburns. But I don't know how to do it with a razor and, and make it look good. Cause I don't want like a straight line, cause that would look really yeah, weird. You gotta, you gotta get man's to shape that. I, I need a, I need my barber. Yeah. I'm at that point in life right now. But yeah, uh, just risk it for the barber. Oh yeah, I'll just ring up my yo, yo, yo Larry. How are you, brother? Hope <laughs> you're keeping well. Uh, yeah, Corona's happening, but my hairline's in pieces. Can you come and hook a brother up? Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll fly my brother over. I, that's what I was about to say. You got your fresh trim. I'm I'm out here. Oh man, it's not good. It's not good. But yeah, you're gonna have to deal with a bandana. I'm sorry. I'm surprised you didn't wreck me more. Haley was like, "Crush is about to wreck you," and I was like, "Look, no for a bandana." Yeah. Why would I wreck you for a bandana? It's just weird seeing you in a bandana. What about if I turn the bandana? No, 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 no. And then I. I... I will wreck you. Stop. What about if I do it like this way? How about this? Is that better? You could do that if that makes you happy. You look a bit goofier. So, but like... I just had two pack used to wear his bandana. 
Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm not too bad. I'm sorry, I've got to turn it back around. Anyway, this is my Xbox and Me, our weekly Xbox podcast. Um, you can get it everywhere iTunes, Google Play, uh, Podbean, you know, all those podcast services. Uh, also, you can get the video version on YouTube, youtube.com slash myxboxandme. If you're new to the podcast, go subscribe over there. One day we'll get content out, I swear. One day, other than the podcast. Um, no, uh, with what's going on, it'd be like the perfect time to record content. So, funny story, I'm starting a second channel. Uh, I'm, starting, okay. I'm starting a new MC Fixer channel. Which is going to be MC Fixer? No, it's just going to be Fixer Gaming. So you can probably go find it already. You can go subscribe if you want. I've not put anything up. I've not even put a banner up yet, so don't worry about subscribing yet. Um, but yeah, Fixer Gaming. And um, the reason I'm doing that is because anytime I put gameplay on my main channel, it performs awful, right? Yeah. I was like, Joe, you know what? I'm just going to start a second channel. I can throw VODs up there. I can throw like, original content up there. But that's where my gameplay is going to go from now on. Like, I've been in this weird period with like Final Fantasy. I'm like, oh, I should shoot Final Fantasy. I should stream Final Fantasy. But I'm like, I don't want to stream Final Fantasy because it's going to do terrible view-wise on Twitch. And I was like, oh, I'll shoot it in a Let's Play. Oh, it's going to do terrible view-wise as a Let's Play on my main channel. Where if there's no subscribers, there's no pressure, there's no nothing on the other channel, it's like... Does it matter if it performs badly? No, because I'm building make, it. It doesn't make the rest of your content look worse. Exactly. It's like when, when, when I go to press, I'm like, hey, go check out my channel. I'm like, why is this Final Fantasy VII remake Let's Play got two views? You're like, mm, I don't know. My mum clicked it for me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How are you, Crash? How is uh, the, the COVID-19 situation? How, how, have you gone insane yet? Oh, I'm perfectly fine. I'm, I'm the same person. I've got to be honest, I'm perfectly fine too. I'm perfectly fine I've too. Like, it, I know it's a meme, but like, I've been ready for this for a minute. I mean, in a weird way. Yeah, not on purpose, but like, I'm yeah, used. Yeah. I'm used to standing doors. I'm used to living on whatever's left in the house. I'm used to um, sitting down for long periods of time. Hence why I'm so fat. Um, <laughs> I'm just. I was. Yeah, I was kind of ready for this. I was ready for the pandemic not the way i didn't want it to happen but i was ready for it yeah and yeah i'm I, how how's family doing how's how are they coping family is <laughs> you just told you just told me a crazy story so. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> my i so, saw before we were shooting the podcast i was like yo fix i'm gonna go make a cup of coffee real quick you know i'll be on right now and mm-hmm. i go over there and uh, I'm expecting everybody to be asleep. Of course. And I see my brother and my sister and my dad on the, <laughs> the dining room table just playing Catan. And mind you, like, not a problem. Play Catan, <laughs> whatever you want to do. But it's 5 o'clock in the morning and they haven't gone to bed yet. So uh, about, this is the second time they've done it this yeah. week. About yeah, yeah, yeah. three or four days ago, I go over there, same situation. But it's like 1 in the morning, so it's not that bad. And they're like, you know, play a game of Catan. I'm like, Sure, I'll play a game of Catan. If you guys don't know, Catan's a very long game. Like Monopoly? Like super long? That's all, that sort of length? Uh, not, I don't think as long as Monopoly, but it's a lengthy game. Damn. I can't tell you because I haven't Damn. played Monopoly in forever. And every time I play, I end up quitting halfway through because somebody's like, I don't really want to play this anymore. How would you feel if we get me, you, and two more streamers together? Maybe like Paul or someone and somebody else. We all put in, we all say five gifted subs, Monopoly, online Monopoly. Boom. I'd be down for that. I feel like people would watch that. I'd be down for that. 
the own but it has then, to be the long version yeah i'm not playing those like oh quick game this ain't like uno yeah i want no, a no, long no, no. It, five gifted subs but, that's a lot of subs okay so, right? here's the thing with uno uno's not meant to be that long yeah, yeah it's yeah. not a normal game of uno no okay. it's not. all right let's, let's just let anyway it go. let's just let it go <laughs> anyway so yeah they asked me to play a game and i play a game and i'm like okay you guys you want to play one more i'm like no one game of Catan's like enough for me it's a yeah. long game i don't want to they ended up playing three or four matches after that. So it was like a long play. It was longer than Monopoly usually for them. Yeah. So they're they, in they I suppose they've got nothing else to do, right? Like, yeah, I, I assume your fa- the rest of your family, other than your brother's, not into video games. No. So, like, what are they doing? Watching TV and playing board games and reading a book, maybe? Yeah. On my my parents are on their phone, Candy Crush. Oh, okay, so they are no, games. Normal, just no old. Oh, they're just like, yeah. People stuff, that's yeah. literally that... that's literally how his dad at the moment. I love it. I go in there, and he's always playing this one of the mo- either Candy Crush or some other mobile game. I'm just like, still going, eh? Still going. Proud of you, Martin. Proud yeah. of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how we talk about um our lack of commitment to games where we all like play a game for a little bit and oh. then leave it. They have no nothing like that. If they are committed. Look, if Martin was a Candy Crush streamer on Twitch, he would be killing the game right now. He's consistent. He plays regularly. <laughs> he doesn't miss a day. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Candy Crush streamers on Twitch? There's gotta be. There's, there's a streamer for everyone. Probably. There's gotta be. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, uh, on this week's My Xbox and Me, we will be talking about Resident Evil 4 and it's getting a remake. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 uh, is selling very well in the UK, physically and digitally. And Xbox is buying Sega. Let's find out now. Crash, um, let's start with topic of the show this week, which is Capcom is working on Resident Evil 4. But why? Capcom has greenlit a Resident Evil 4 remake following the reimagining of the RE2 and RE3. Uh, multiple development sources have told VGC that Resident Evil 4 has uh, Resident Evil 4 remake has now entered full production with an estimated release window in 2022. Development is being uh, led by Okasa. Okosa. Osaka. Osaka, thank you. Oh, see, it's the OS. It's different sounds in Japanese, right? Osa, Os. Nah, I'm just saying shit. O <laughs> based uh, M-, M. Yeah, I'm just chatting crap. Don't worry about me. M2 Studio, uh, the new studio founded by former Platinum, uh, Platinum Games head Tatsuya Miami. Miami? Minami. Oh, Min- nah, that ain't Minami. I've seen Minami. Um, yeah, maybe you're right. Which has been preparing for the project since 2018. However, similar to how the 2020's Resident Evil 2 was directed by a company Redworks, uh, Capcom's internal teams and other external studios are likely to lend significant development resources. More alleged details have emerged on Capcom's Resident Evil 4 remake project, including claims that it will be co-developed by parts of the RE2 and the Devil May Cry V team. It's understood that the remake has been blessed of the original game director Shinji Mikami, the god, uh, who has officially declined an approach uh, to lead the project himself, but has provided information, uh, informal, yeah, informal, informal advice form. on its direction. Crush. Yes. Obviously, this is big news. Yes. For me, big news. Big news in a different way. But we'll get to that. Let's just stick on topic, which is Resident Evil 4 is getting a remake. How does that make you feel? Did you ever play Resident Evil 4? I don't remember which one you played or not. 
No, I have not. So you didn't experience what some people call one of the greatest games of all time? Yeah. Why? Out of interest. Just what, what stopped you from, from playing an iconic game? You know, like, there's those games out there that people just, they'll go back and play because people talk about it so much. Like, why, yeah. why, why was Resident Evil 4 not one of them for you? Um, can I, I'm being completely honest. Yeah, yeah. The cover art does nothing for me. Okay. Just leave around the time leave. where this game, yeah, yeah. Oh, around no, the time yeah, where this yeah, game yeah. was out, like, and I would have seen it in stores and whatever. I, when I was a kid, I judged a lot by cover art. Yeah. That is not an interesting cover well, art. Well, it's just the red. It's, kind of it's just red with Resident Evil 4 in the front. There's no characters. There's no nothing. Especially yeah, on, that so. was on the GameCube version. And then they updated it for the PS2. They did the same thing, but with a metal case. And yeah. uh, this is how I'm such a nerd. I know, like, every single <laughs> case they got. Um, but yeah, okay. So, yeah. Any picture I saw was always the picture of Leon. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever looked interesting for that game. Yeah. For me, for that game. And I know people talked about it, so I just was never like, I never was into Resident Evil before that. So there was no reason for me to like be like, it's that, I'm gonna jump into this. It's that Final Fantasy thing for me, right? Where it's like, there's Resident Evil 4, there's four games before it. Oh, God. Uh, nah, I'm alright. I don't really want to play 1, 2, and 3. And it's like, well, yeah. actually, you can play Resident Evil 4 and not have to worry about anything that happens previous, really. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm so I'm split on this. Obviously, I as a kid and growing up, I loved Resident Evil 4. Then you realize what it actually did to the series, and I started to sour a little bit more on Resident Evil 4. Played it on the Wii, loved it again because the Wii version is probably the best version of Resident Evil 4, um, which is strange to say, right? Um, and now I'm at this point where like I respect what Resident Evil 4 did for the industry because I understand gaming a little bit more, but I also hate it for what it did to Resident Evil fixed camera angle stuff like that but now you see the evolution of that with two and three like no this is the way resident evil should be so i'm kind of hopeful that they just turn resident evil 4 into like a dark gritty game like if you if you notice with the re engine the re engine is super beautiful but it's at its best when it's dark and it looks kind of wet and it's it's like gloomy and stuff like that resident evil 4 isn't that game so i'm very interested to see what that what that turns into if i'm being honest i uh i wouldn't be too hopeful for it to be a gloomy game yeah that's uh, kind of the, <laughs> the former head of platinum games a uh, former well, yeah, head of platinum games but resident yeah, evil 3 that's the same right, team that did resident evil 3 they did the resident evil 3 remake it's the former platinum team yeah and that's and dark and gloomy that's dark and gloomy but it's also action heavy no yeah, but it's like but that's so, how I've heard it described. But so is Resident Evil. So what 4. you're talking about? So what you're talking about? Just like tonally. I'm talking about tonally. It... I'm talking about okay, environments. So not, I'm not. I, I so you're not talking about Resident Evil too dark and gloomy. No, you're no, about, no, no, like, no. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I've no, I don't. I don't. It will still be. It's not gonna. Again, let's get in people's heads nice and early. So when we keep talking about it, it's gonna make sense. Resident Evil Four is not a survival horror game. It's a survival it's... action game. Yeah. With okay. a little bit of horror. Like it's not. Yeah. That's the not, horror is on the side. Yeah. It's not the main attraction. Exactly. Yeah. What I mean by what I, what I'm saying is it's yeah it's it's environments. Environments are not they're not dark. They're not like you're at a cave and then you're you're um inside a a, a castle like thing and like it's just not a dark game in that regard. Like there's a part where you go through a graveyard that's dark. That would be really cool. I believe that would be nice. But even its enemy types, they're so different because the virus is so different to the way two and three are and even one that i'm like 
huh, I don't know how this works. It's not zombies. You gotta remember there's not there's not zombies in RE4. It's yeah. It's um uh, Las Plagas is the virus. And yeah, it's just not I'm I'm very interested, but but I'm very hopeful because this could be a total retcon of all the things I hate about Resident Evil 4. The fact that protecting yeah. the president's daughter, like that could have been a section in the game, not the whole damn game. Um her being telling her to wait and stay and attack and like that part of the game didn't like that. Um there's a lot there that I didn't like and it there's a lot of filler in there. But if they're gonna do the same thing they did to RE three where they do trim the fat and get us from point A to point B in the story B, and maybe even add characters like Jill or a- obviously Ada will be in the game, but what Ada, maybe we actually get to see Wesker in Resident Evil 4 this time because we've not had him in the RE engine yet. It could have potential to be a great game. Will we get that? Also, the mercenaries modes in Resident Evil 4 are fantastic. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It-, it-, it seems like a an interesting one where I'm like, there's a lot you can do wrong in this game. And I just don't... Especially the one thing that worries me the most is the time frame for release release window. Like, I just don't think two years is enough time to get it right. Right. Um. Yeah. Oh, man. It depends, right? Because here it says that it'll be co-developed by parts of the Resident Evil 2 team. Yeah, There's yeah. a possibility that it's already in oh, production. It, it might have. They might have had a small team already working on assets, already starting the process 100%. Yeah. So maybe it's more fr- two and a half to three years than it is actually two years. Yeah. But yeah, yes. I, it just... I, I don't know. I don't know. It just... It seems... It seems like a bad... It just doesn't seem like the right move, which we'll get onto now. Let's get into Fix the Sack real quick. Um, and the first question comes in and says this. Looks like RE4 is getting a remake treatment next if recent rumours are to be believed. My question is, why did Capcom do Co-Veronica dirty like that? I'm not an RE fan, and I, I think the lore and world building is interesting, but I can never I could, I could, never get into the games. It seemed like hardcore RE fans are demanding for Co-Veronica, but Capcom seems to be going for the general audience with this approach, as RE4 is basically every everything and is loved by everyone are they going to go back to co-veronica or should fans give up and wait for the eventual re5 remake after four from zyga obviously i had a little bit of a meltdown on twitter um in video form i could have went way worse i was so upset i was actually so upset when i heard this all this all come out because for me co-veronica is what it is one of my favorite games re games of all time it is because it tells such a unique story and it has such a big twist in it you don't see coming and there's just so much in it that i'm like wow this is really interesting its mechanics are a little bit different um its story between claire and chris and wesker and um i don't want to even i don't even want to spoil that because that game wasn't played by enough people that I feel like a remake would do it justice. But I think the problem they have, again, is... And we went for it last week, and I'll say it again, which is they've done this all in the wrong order again. They finally had the right, the, the chance to retcon a Resident Evil story and make it make sense and make people want to play them. Which, instead of, instead of calling these remakes, they should have just said, hey, we're redoing the whole canon for Resident Evil. Done what God of War did. And or then, it's just God of War. It's, it's not God of War remake yeah, or reboot. Yeah. And even if they did start with two and we just we just skip one, yeah, that's okay, cool, fine. But they should have went two, Co Veronica. No, they should have went three, 
two, Cobra on the car, but call Cobra on the car four, then did four, then move, and then go from there. Where I feel like I do feel like eventually we'll get a Cobra on the remake because it's just maybe being left on the table. Like at some point we will get it, but by the time that comes, the storylines are going to be so so interesting because you're going to have Resident Evil two, three, four, eight, seven, eight. Because they're not going to remake 7 and 8. Then they're going to do 4, Cover on the car, 5, 6. And it's like, where does that all fit in? And the only other hope you have really is they implement... See, I don't even want them to do that, though. Some people have said that on the, on, on the online, which is like, oh, they could implement some of the stuff from Cover on the car into 4. It's like, they could, but they're not. They, you can't mesh those two stories together. They're so unique. They're so yeah. different. They're so far apart that... It just wouldn't work in any way, shape, or form. And the other thing I'm worried about with Resident Evil 4 is that there's a character in, in Resident Evil 4 that's blind and he all works on sense. And he, he, there's a moment you get caught in a cage with him and, and I don't want him to become the, the chase you down guy or I don't want the big cheeks to become the chase you down guy. Like that's the, I know that's a, a, an, a, an, a tool that you enjoy in, in RE2 with Mr. X and obviously Nemesis with a bit of a pushover. The big cheese is a big enemy, but he's not the chase you down guy. So I just don't want that to become what happens in RE4 either because it just doesn't need mm. it. I It'll be interesting after Resident Evil 3 because one of the biggest complaints about Resident Evil 3, the remake, was Nemesis. Yeah. Uh, people weren't a fan of him. People felt he was... Uh, I I forget where I read it, but somewhere it said that it, it felt like an outdated mechanic as opposed to something that felt uh, new and fresh and fitting for the game. I don't know if you'd agree with that. I haven't played the game, so I can't say anything to that. I agree with it to uh, a certain degree where it felt like the 90s nemesis that had just been remade for, for 2020. Like, it didn't feel like a huge jump in technology the way Mr. X did. And not that Mr. X was, like, that spectacular. If you really work it out, you can really never see... You can never see Mr. X throughout the whole game if you figure it, if yeah. you know how to do it, right? So it, it, it wasn't that big a jump. But, yeah, no, I, I, I can somewhat agree with that, yeah. So carry on with your thought, though. Oh, I, I'll be honest. I lost my nah, sorry, I apologize. Uh, um, no, 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 it's fine. Um, But as far as, like, Code Veronica getting remade, I think there's an important thing that's being overlooked. The team that's making this is mostly the Resident Evil 3 team, correct? The one that did a Resident Evil 3 remake? As far as we're aware, yes. With with other internals coming in to help with the resources, yeah. yeah. So I would say that there's a good bet with Resident Evil uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica Code Veronica's more uh more along the lines of Resident Evil 2. It's slower and more yes. horror based. So uh, I would actually yeah. bet that the next game to come after that, um probably after eight. Well, eight's supposed to come to twenty one. Eight, then four. Okay, then so then, you, then you're saying Code Veronica. Yeah, on. that would be my bet because I'm assuming they probably want to put more time into that game as well. I just I think the problem you have with with certain things is like see with the the I don't think it's a bad game but see with the miss of Resident Evil 2 remake and and it's levels yeah. and stuff like that it's like okay you're going to go to do the most beloved Resident Evil game not for me but the most beloved Resident Evil game of all time next where you're setting Cover on the cup to foul because even if they if they remake this game and it's Resident Evil 2 9s 10s Oh my god, this is the near perfect game. Like this is it. 
then you put Aiko Veronica, it's like, oh, and then there's a miss again. I feel like it's going to be that same thing where it's like, oh, it wasn't, good. it wasn't as good as four. It wasn't as good as four. It's like, well, it can't always be as good as four. Like, it just doesn't work like that. It's not that easy to be as good as four all of the time. So, I don't know. I just think it's going to be a very unfair comparison between Code Veronica and four if Code Veronica comes after four. Mm-hmm. Like two did uh, three, okay. where three should have been yeah. three should have been first. But I don't like I don't think if three comes first, three's as well received as two was. No, but I don't think it's panned as bad as it is. Because if I, I've read so many reviews and I've watched so many podcasts, right, and it's like every single one is, but compared to two, but compared to two, like so if two's not there, mm-hmm. three comes out and it's a action based but- survival survival dark gritty five-hour experience it's it's considered a great game i don't know if it is i i I don't i don't know i don't know if people consider it a great game or they're like it's better than the run of the mill resident evil game but i'd rather them go back to resident evil 7 and then what if that at that point capcom would just be like we're not remaking resident evil oh no i get it I get it, and we're going to get onto a piece of news a little bit later. Trust me, Capcom do not give a crap about what people are saying about it because they are selling like gangbusters. Um, but yeah, I, d- I don't know. It's just it's an interesting one with Resident Evil 4. I, I, don't, I don't know why Capcom are doing it dirty. I do think eventually we'll, we will get a remake. There's too much of an act graph for it not to get a remake and too much money left on the table for it not to happen. They have the engine. Yeah. They want to I, keep remaking games. It's going to happen. I'm going to be honest. I don't think they're doing it dirty. I do if they put it out after four. I do. I, I don't think so. I think if it's a good game, even if it comes out after four, it'll be received well. I, I have a bigger question. And Resident Evil 3 is a good game. Four will be received well. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think the yeah. because they're going to cut too much to get it out too quickly, yeah. which is always the biggest problem, right? And again, you can't remake something that iconic and expect it to do like i can't really think of something like the godfather films like i don't get me wrong i've not actually seen like them from start to finish but they are considered some of the greatest films of all time right if someone Mm -hmm. was to try and remake back to the future that's a better example you can't go and remake back to the future yeah like it's not gonna be as good because people's people's expectations go from this is going to be amazing to this is going to be the best film ever because of today's technology. It's just, I just think it's set up to fail because um, it's too big. It's too, too important. Films and games are different. I also think like, I agree. Um, you could look at what's happening with Final Fantasy 7 and a lot of people assume that that was going to fail and that's come out and people are generally overly positive about that. Game. I don't think there's a problem with being overly positive for it i have a problem with it's still not meeting its expectations and from everything that i've read from hardcore fans of final fantasy 7 it's still not as good as the original from what i've read hmm. okay i can't i, again, I, would, I can't I would, have i can't have opinions I on that, that. Yeah, that's, yeah i can't i, I personally I'm not, disagree with that yeah i'm not a final fantasy guy i'm we'll talk about that very soon in a second but yeah it's like yeah. i don't know it just we'll, we'll see i guess it's hard because expectation and nostalgia is so powerful and for it to not to not fit perfectly in your head like i was <clears throat> i was shocked that resident evil 2 was i consider yeah. now the greatest game of of the resident evil franchise and my favorite game of all time like that's interesting i didn't think anything could pass 
Resident Evil 2 OG. Like, just, so I don't know. We'll see. We yeah. will see. Okay. Next question comes from Little Smee, and that was from Zyger. I'm not sure if I said thank you for the question, Zyger. Appreciate it. Um, next question comes from Little Smee. It says, I've never played Code Veronica. What's the best way to play it now? Do I need to buy a classic console? No, it's on backwards compatible. Xbox uh, 360 to Xbox One. So if you have an Xbox One, you can play it, buy it in the store right now. Um, I'd probably wait for a sale to go on. Come on, if I'm honest with you. Um, but remember, Code Veronica is an old game. First came out on Dreamcast, was remade, no, re- remastered for like a PS2 to a 360. It's now running on one. So it's not like the prettiest game anymore. It's still got its, its uh, fixed camera angles and you stop to move to shoot and stuff. As long as you understand what you're getting from the game, I think you can have a great time and experience such a great story. But if you're expecting to get cover, uh, get even two or three remake style, no, it's not that. So yeah, just go with the right expectations, I'd say. But definitely go play it. Very, very good. Crush, let's jump into Warspin in our box. Different box this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, different box this week. But um, I did say a while ago that once Final Fantasy VII was out, we would speak about it on this podcast due to the fact it is coming to this coming to this platform. Obviously, we're both playing it on PS4 because we have to wait yeah. a whole year before we get it. I have started it, um, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, no spoilers, of course. Um, yeah, so obviously. no, no, no need to worry about that. But um, what are you thinking about Final Fantasy VII, my friend? Um. I'm really, really loving the game. I think, uh, I think the original, so the time period of the game is about five hours in the original, right? Mm-hmm. They took five hour content and they made it 30 to 40 hours, depending who you ask. I'm still not, I'm on chapter 14, so I have another five chapters yeah. left, four chapters Four left, chapters, so. I think there's 18, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm really, I, I really, really like the changes. I like the way they, right up the uh main trio in avalanche other than bear and everybody mm-hmm. um wedge jesse and biggs i really love what they did though in, with those characters i liked it in the demo and i think when we talked about it, i did mention that in the demo yeah but as you play you get to see them more and you get to know them a lot more and know more about their past and everything that everything just sort of builds up on each other yeah whereas yeah. in the original those characters were throwaway characters people like those characters because they really like final fantasy 7 and they replayed it so many times and imagine a lot of kids replayed the beginning section a lot. Me. I did. You did. Yep. So I'm sure there are a bunch of people who are like, those are my favorite characters because that's like all they ever played. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really I really like the way they build and flushed out all the characters. And even later on when you meet Aerith, I'm not going to get into any spoilers yeah, yeah, here, yeah. but they, uh, they do build her out to where she's more like the original Japanese version. Where in the translated version is like really bad. And the translated version, as far as I remember, and I haven't played Final Fantasy VII in a while, she was more of a holier-than-thou character. Got it. Yeah. I, I got you. I got you. Yeah, she was more, where in this one, she is more whimsical, more, like, playful and all that stuff, where yeah. I feel like the characterization is, in general, like, better and a lot more likable than she was in the original. Yeah. Uh, Barrett, I think the same thing with Barrett. Barrett's a lot more likable in this one. I think there's... Uh, there's a lot of lines and a lot of moments, and it's not necessarily all during cutscenes. And sometimes it's just while you're walking, Barrett will say something or something yeah. along those lines, which kind of happened in Final Fantasy 15 as well, which they've sort of, it seems like they've built on where uh, some of the best moments aren't necessarily cutscene moments, right? Yeah, I think for me, it's um, really interesting because it's, I, 
it's a it's a weird weird analogy but stick with me on it it's it, it, it i feel like and i said it it's like you know like a kid that's uh deaf and they put on the hearing aids for the first time and you can see a baby and they, they, they light up and they can finally hear things and they can hear their mom's voice for the first time i kind of feel maybe something like that i don't know how that feels but that's that similar promise with this game where i when i first i've played i've seen final fantasy be played so many times my granddad played this game to death um i was brought up around this game the same with resident evil hence why i've got such a strong connection to them um and i played the opening of final fantasy 7 like you said probably 20 30 40 times seriously just because i didn't i couldn't get past that point because of certain certain problems because at the time i couldn't read properly um so for me it's i'm playing this game and i'm like wow there's there's so much here like these characters are they're so well written they're so well performed they obviously the graphics of this game are, are next level um for me i think it's, it's a beautiful game i'm playing it yeah. I, again it's it's one of those experiences i've taken away from work and i've made it i've made it just for me and, me, and I'm, I'm playing it and hayley's watching like hayley was on this i was like i'm gonna play final fantasy she's like oh yeah i might watch blah, blah. and then she's playing on her twitch at the time and she's like oh i'm putting my switch down and i'm like that's when you know you've got something up there right yeah. um the whole i'm only about an hour and a half in so i've just got to the train um literally that's where i stopped and i'm fine with taking it slow i'm fine with just enjoying what's being said i agree with you on the the characters that i didn't even know existed in a way like i knew they were there but i just they didn't they wasn't there in my head like wedge and same with jesse like they were there and but i'm just like i'm not reading their dialogue i don't care i just care about i care about barrett because he's a big black guy and i'm black and i can relate to that and i care about Clad because that's my main character and i care about um uh, tifa because i liked her moves and that was it and that's as far as i got in the game ever i've got i've gotten yeah. all the way and this is not a spoiler because it's in the the original i've not even got this far in the in the remake but as far as i got in that game was i think it's just past the tan that you go to after you do the cross dressing like i must okay. i must be about an hour after that that's as far as i ever got in the game so you didn't even finish like okay. i never so finished you didn't this even finish one. everything that's based off so you don't know what happens at the end of this i one. and i've not had got anything spoiled it. and nothing's been spoiled oh, for okay me. Got so it, it's it. like i was listening to a podcast the other day and i'm like oh yeah and, and i went nope balls it's like yeah uh just a a big word of warning like uh, YouTube i know that final shit. fantasy 7 is an old game yeah there's a lot of people who haven't experienced it there's a lot of people this game came out what 97 yeah the original or maybe yeah maybe even, let me check that go on carry on i think it was 97 like there's no need for you to spoil it because there's a ton of people who have never played it and this is going to be their first introduction to the whole franchise so don't spoil anything that happens in this game don't spoil any of the big stuff that happens in the future although like some of that's like easily accessible and people probably already know about it yeah don't go out of your way to spoil it for no reason just because you played it 23 years ago or whatever it yeah ends up being. You, you was correct it was 97 um yeah it's, yeah it's it's a it's a very strange experience that i'm having with it but i'm loving it i'm loving yeah. it I'm, I'm loving i'm loving every moment of it the combat like we have to oh, get into dude. that i i generally think this is the best final fantasy game combat style that i've ever played it builds on final fantasy 15 in such a great way i didn't like it it's not no i shouldn't say that i was 
struggling to get used to it at first and understanding the time meter and understanding this and understanding shortcuts were in the game which i didn't know until the other till like 20 minutes before i finished i was like oh there's a shortcut now i can do spells quicker and now i can get my potions and now i can i'm like oh man this is really good and it plays so fluently and yeah it works and that's yeah. and it's, it's just something that i wasn't expecting like i i remember when it wasn't going to be uh turn-based and i know people were very upset by that at the time and now yeah. that i'm playing it i'm like i don't think i ever <clears throat> want to play another final fantasy game that isn't in this style of gameplay yeah it my thing is like it's still incredibly tactical because if you go around just swinging your sword your sword doesn't do a lot of damage until the combo ender usually mm-hmm. so you're doing like a little damage until the combo ender I- yeah, um, I learned that with Barra. I'm shooting his gun at these things. It's like one, 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 one. I'm like, what the hell? I'm doing something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, do an ability, do a spell, do fun. A- fun fact: If you're playing Barrett and you're shooting his gun, and when he goes for the moment that he's about to reload, you could press triangle to start your overcharge, yeah. and you cancel the whole reload animation. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there's little stuff. There's a lot of little stuff like that in the game where it also does feel like you can manipulate the combat to do even better which makes it feel even more action oriented while also feeling super tactical because there were times where i was running into fights and i was just swinging uh swinging the sword and i was like why aren't these guys dying because i'm yeah. fighting three tougher enemies and i'm not using any abilities i'm not using anybody's abilities yeah. and everybody's full meter and it's like oh this is why i'm dying because i'm being i'm being stupid yeah, i'm not playing I'm... The, game the way it's supposed to be yeah. so i am getting punished because i should be punished because also... if i was at that point in the original just doing all uh, the normal attacks i'm gonna lose anyway yeah you know i also but it does like find that fine balance between teaching you um teaching me about telling you where it's like do it again then you fouled like you died do it again and you do it again and do it again and it's like oh yeah i meant to i meant to use spells like i was playing the the, the boss the, f- the first main boss and um yeah. and it's like there's a line that gets said from uh from Barrett, no, from Cloud to yeah. Barrett, and I didn't hear it, and so because I was so focused, and he was like, "Hey, you need to use this." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And I did it, and I was like, "Oh shoot, I just done 300 damage." And it's like he did tell you you need. I'm like, "Oh, that's yeah, that's really cool." So they, it's it's a really like, it's a really clean way to start introducing weaknesses of enemies, yeah. and um, yeah, and uh later on that becomes easier it's not necessarily through dialogue but it's just an introduction to it's, that i just think it's very cool that it's like um, this person has this information which he should have because of his situation and he's telling it to his teammates and then it's then yeah. your job to then put that in place like make it happen yeah it's, it's just it's just unique it's not something we get in in video games like it's like it's like breaking the fourth wall without breaking the fourth wall really where it's like it's a group of people it's like exactly. it makes sense why he's saying that yeah and because Cloud has dealt with these things, he's been a part of uh, uh, Shinra. He's soldier. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense why Cloud knows these things. Yeah. No. Exactly. It's just. It's just very. Um, it, everything feels from the hour I played again. Not very long. Um. And I'm sure you can tell me if not. But it just feels so well written. Like everything feels. Yeah. Extremely um, well written. The only parts that I think aren't as well written is some of the side quests. Um. The problem with I have with the side quests is that the character models and the the character models just aren't really good. Gaia. So like you go through the main quest and you have these gorgeous character models that yeah. interact everything, and then you go and do a side quest and it looks like it's a PS3 game. So know? yeah, it's that that the, the difference between like a GTA and a, a Rockstar game and then this then really where it's like even GTA's like 
like when you go through it feels or maybe a witch is a better example where like it's consistently if it's not consistently perfect it's consistently brilliant where yeah. maybe there's a little bit of a dip in like okay this side animation you've got to go make this character and they don't they may have had to get rushed out it may have been a number yeah. of things but yeah but for the most part it's really good in that yeah um all, but it may all the side content makes sense because cloud is a mercenary and yeah. he's doing mercenary work so all that makes sense i know some people are like the side quests feel out of place and all this and i'm like the side quests feel out of place if you look at the grand scheme of final fantasy Got but it. you have to remember the characters have no knowledge of that they aren't in the grand scheme of final fantasy they don't know what's happening in the future they don't know what's going to happen down the line all they know is their current situation yeah and the way this remake's been made is very much so this is just this is a whole game it has a beginning middle and an end it doesn't feel out of place it doesn't feel like they ripped part of the story out to sort of milk it from the fans at least yeah. not to me i know people have different opinions on that so You're, are we not getting yeah. a part two then? no i think we are we are i i think this is going to be like final fantasy 7 is going to be its own franchise in terms of like it will have uh... a part of but each game will have a beginning, middle, middle and end. end. Yeah. It'll be a complete story. Got and with the way, at least with the way they've done done it for this one, if they give the same love and care to the the story and the world, especially the world, the world is so gorgeous and yeah. so. A lot of times, it feels like it is a living world. Um, if they give that to the future games, I'm a hundred percent on board and ready for it. So, I don't know because I'm not I'm not as far as you. Like, does it feel like? And you've played the original, so you know you kind of know what's coming and stuff. Like. Does it feel like it's been ripped? Like there's a part of the game that's missing, like no, or or you're you're very happy with what you've got. I I think that we have Is, more okay. of the original game in this than the old one. So let me rephrase the question then. Like, is it worth the sixty dollars? Because because obviously that's that's a big thing right now, especially with Resident Evil Three that's just dropped. Where it's like, yeah, I'm I'm not talking about the the length of time as such. I'm talking yeah. more about the content that's there. And like, is it worth the money? Do you think, from your point of view? And is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah just just that. Really. I, I I think it is. Um, I think the story that you get in it is worth the money because. I think if they took the five hours and kept the story relatively the same and they didn't expand anything, and you got just that. I don't think it's worth it. But that's not what they did. What they did is they flushed it out. When you go to the Honey Bee Inn and you do all that stuff, which is the cross-dressing stuff. Got it. Thank you. All that stuff stuff feels... It feels like, oh, I get it. I understand. There's more to do than just that. There's more agency throughout the whole game, I feel like. Um, Um, It's not a simple one-to-one. It's a one-to-five. Or when something was small, they turned it a lot bigger and made it more worthwhile. I know there's a big thing that people worried about, especially the the transgender community and the LGBT community uh, with the the cross-dressing stuff. Is that done tastefully enough that it's not disrespectful? I I think it's done very well. I think it's done as good as as they could have done it. If they weren't going to do it this way, it would have been best to cut it out. Again, I can't speak for the... No, you can't speak for a community that you're not not in, but yeah. Yeah. So to me, it seemed tasteful, but there's a possibility that it was tasteless. But I feel like if it was, we would have heard about it by now. Yeah, more so, than likely. Well, oh, there's only one person I wait for on that sort of thing, which is Laura, uh, Laura K, uh, Kate Dow. She write, writes some of the best op-eds and articles on this sort of topics. So I'll wait to hear from her point of view on yeah. this one. But yeah, I just I just wonder because I've not got there yet. Yeah, so I I think it's done from, well. You can only um, talk from your point of view at the end of the day. <clears throat> yeah, 
Got you. Fair uh, enough. Anything we're yeah. missing? I know we're gonna we'll talk about it again next week and the week uh, after. I'm sure just because I'll be playing it and you'll would have finished it by then. Um, but yeah, I'm. I mean, if I can get it done quick enough, I'd love to do a spoiler cast. Yeah. Uh, not gonna spoil it, but the way you get summons later on is actually really good. Cool. Um, not all the summons because you do find some summons like normal items. Yeah, yeah. But there are certain summons that are done really, really well. Um, Cool. So, yeah. I've, I've only ever seen one, so that that will be fun. <laughs> the summons are also like really dope. The animations for the summons. I don't know if you've gotten to do one yet. No, I, I haven't. No, yet no, yeah. no. Yeah, uh, they're done very, very well. So fair enough. Yeah. Anything else you've been playing, Crash? Um, no. Has Valorant? I have. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Dude, I oh man, I'm still not in that, bro. That's yeah. just me. That's your uh, uh, yeah, I know, I know. Moving right. on, uh, the news this week, uh, the big story that's come out this week, which again, I didn't even put this topic of the show, which means I don't believe it in the slightest. Uh, Xbox is buying Sega, uh, the rumors have been going around for so long, um. There's an, <laughs> there's an art, there was an image that was made, which it, someone made it and was like, this is everything wrong with this image. Um, so here we go. It is, there was, a, it was Xbox, Game Studio, Sega, Power Your Dreams. It was June 14th at 9am uh, PDT, 12pm uh, Eastern, live on Mixer, other platform, uh, and yeah, tune in. So it was meant to be today, it's what well, it's meant to be today, Xbox is meant to be announcing that they're buying Buying Sega or heavily doing something with Sega, um, I call bullshit. I think this is just someone bored and wanting to stir up ish. Hence why I've put it on the show because it's an Xbox rumor. That's what we do here. We cover rumors, we cover news, we cover all that stuff. But I don't believe it. I don't think this is true. I it just it just doesn't make sense. So yeah, I agree. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I'd love for it to be true. Like imagine all that IP Xbox would own. It would be yeah. ridiculous. But also in the same breath, I think there's better stuff out there than Sega right now to yeah, buy. I don't, I don't think Microsoft needs uh, another Sega because no. that's kind of what they got with Replay. I feel like they got this like wealth of older. Um, oh, you mean Rare? IP Rare, not Replay. Yeah, uh, Rare. Rare Replay is what I was you're thinking. thinking. Rare replay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they got a bunch of like older IPs that they could still go back to and sort of have the, that nostalgia base. And while Sega does have some newer ones, I don't yeah. think it's necessary for them to to reach into their pocket for something like Sega. I just think spend that money better. I was gonna say, I think it's too expensive for, in my opinion, a lot of mediocre IP. Don't get me wrong, there's some iconic IP in there. Obviously, Sonic being the the biggest one, um, but yeah, it just I don't think so. I maybe maybe I'm wrong, but there's no one else has come out and verified this. No one else has come out and set like really gone in with this. I'm like, so take it with a pinch of salt. I don't believe it. I think it's a lie. So yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, next up, Final Fantasy VII selling really well in the UK. Crash. Uh, it is number one on the top 10 uh, physical sales. Number two being Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Number three being Animal Crossing. Number four being FIFA 20. Number five being Mario Kart. Number six being Forza Horizon 4. Number seven being Resident Evil 3. Number eight, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And number nine being Grand Theft Auto 5, with number 10 being The Last of Us Remastered. Delay a game and you up the sales. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it, eh? Who would have thunk it? Yeah. Um... 
but yeah, congratulations to Final Fantasy. I honestly can't wait for Xbox fans to get their hand on it. I can't wait to buy it again on Xbox and get the achievements on it. So, um, obviously, you're going to have to wait a long time for it, but uh, it'll be worth it when it comes. If you don't own a PlayStation, yeah. totally understand. Wait. Just wait. Hopefully, this is... I'm, I'm really hoping this gen, this is going to be the last of this bullshit, though. Just so we're yeah. very clear. And time exclusives I, are so poisonous to the industry. I understand exclusives I in general, and even I understand third-party exclusives. Got no problem with that. But timed exclusive DLC, timed exclusive games is just poisonous, and I don't think... It just doesn't help anybody. It only yeah. it only helps the person who's forked out on the money. And even then, it's like... I don't know. If I, I put it this way, if I wasn't having to cover it and having to talk about it and wanting to have an opinion, I wouldn't have bought it with a weighted. Just, just out of principle. Yeah. I, I don't think that these deals will necessarily happen anymore. I think this is... uh This deal's been in place for how long? This game's been in production for how long? I don't think it's going to happen with Xbox. I do think PlayStation will continue to keep doing this bullshit. You think so? Yeah. It works for them. They have... Yeah. You've got you to be realistic. But we are... The one thing I will say, though, is... And that's interesting for Sony, is they've run out of their nostalgia power. They're getting very close. Crash, Crash Bandicoot Remastered. Spyro Remastered. Final Fantasy. Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 3. These were all iconic PlayStation games, right? Yeah. We haven't got that again next gen. Like, really. Like, the, those... Those ones that people are clamoring for, like that, mm. where I feel like it's going to be a much more even playing field across the board. In so that there's no regard. reason to give PlayStation a Final Fantasy, whatever. I just like, uh, well, you're are. not if they. I'm trying to think of something that would. I'm, people are going to disagree with me, and it's like, like, don't get me wrong. I know Final Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy IX. I know, I know, I know. But I'm talking about stuff outside of one genre specifically, like yeah. And stuff that like transcends Kingdom that genre. again. Kingdom... Final Fantasy Eight is very much Final Fantasy, right? Yeah. Every... Final Fantasy Seven was bigger than Final Fantasy in a lot of regards. Yeah, but the same thing was like Kingdom Hearts. It's like that's no longer a PlayStation franchise yeah. anymore. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting one. But maybe that's why Sony will be like, "Yo, we'll give you twice as much as we did last time." Yeah, maybe, maybe. And who I knows? Just... Like maybe Ubisoft's like, "We're a remaster. We're remaking the original Splinter Cell." And... Sony's like, yo, that wasn't on our platform, but we'll give you three times the money. I don't think they would do that, but <laughs> no. that'd be funny. That'd be no, funny. Yeah, that would be joke. yeah, but who would? I... <sighs> I don't think it would do well if it was on Sony. Yeah, there isn't that like sort of nostalgia? That's what I mean. Like, there's funny. just there's just not that nostalgia mm. for those type of games. Crash, yeah. where's my where's my new Fight Night game, Crash? Dude, that's that's never coming, and probably because <sighs> for the same reason, we'll never get a Def Jam. Uh, the deals for the fighters. Yeah, and I know. I know. In general, it's just horrible for them. Yeah, They're I like, know. It's too we much know how much work. we're worth now. Yeah. If you want to pay us, like for an individual fighter, it'll be six figures to. <laughs> Can you imagine how much Ludacris would cost nowadays? <laughs> Dude, you wouldn't be. You would not be able to. Like a label would. Oh, oh, Do man. you have Def Jam icon? Do you have uh, it? I don't think so. I wonder if it's backwards compatible. I'd love to do a Let's Play Fight series with you on like <laughs> of us playing that game, just slapping each other up with rappers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I have absolutely no clue if that's. I don't. Uh, I don't even know it's backwards. Yeah, and me, yeah. me I don't think so. I don't think so. No, nah, nor do I, because again, licensing. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so don't like. That's why those won't. Happen. Yeah, I know. I think with uh, WWE and a lot of people are like, well, WWE keeps doing it. The best one company. 
Yeah, and also like WWE owns the likeness for all their characters. WWE owned up. Me and Haley have been watching wrestling documentaries on WWE Network um this last week we've been loving it it's been brilliant loved it it's like yo don't tell Haley. i don't like it when she knows that i like when we do things together because then she might stop doing them but we've been spending a lot of time together and it's been really fun for me but don't tell her okay got it oh you heard that Haley? my bad <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i don't know it's a oh, man damn uh moving on resident evil 3 remake ships two million copies in five days resident evil 3 remake has shipped more than two million copies in five days after the release uh, capcom announced today the publisher said nearly half of the xbox one ps4 and pc game sales have come digitally the reimagined resident evil 3 is off to a slow start a slower start sorry than resident evil 2 remake which shipped three million within five days of sale however the difference in shipments between two Two games nearly replicates the sales ratio between the original PlayStation inspirations. In 1998, Resident Evil 2 cumulatively sold 4.96 million copies, while in 1999, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis sold 3.5 million units. So, there you have it. I mean, this was pretty obvious, right? Like, Resident Evil 2 is the most... the second most iconic Resident Evil game of all time. Resident Evil 3 yeah. is the bastard child of the series. Um, people gave it a you, chance, but yeah. It, yeah. You know what this made me realize? Possibility. Um, not taking anything away from Resident Evil 2, but Resident Evil 2's possi- uh, popularity could also be in part to Resident Evil 4, where people see Leon in Resident Evil 4 and they see Leon in this. And there's that comparison. There's like that more of ease of going into it. I don't think so. Completely different character. You don't think so? No, I think I don't think so. I think it's more a case of just there's so many things. There's so many things. Just like Resident Evil Two is considered one of the best Resident Evil games of all time, right? So you've got not only the hardcore of the hardcore Resident Evil audience that are by every Resident Evil game like me, um, even the bad ones, but then you have the people that missed Resident Evil 2 and hated fits camera angles and hated this and hated that and they fixed all that. And they now mm. we're now in a world where we don't have oversaturation in survival horror and like that series that that game specifically I should say sorry is so iconic that it was just like it. it's like Final Fantasy 7. It is like I didn't get to really experience it the first time. That game's going to sell absolutely gangbusters where i do yeah. think eight's not gonna sell as well nine's not gonna sell as well if it happened it's just gonna have that effect the same way they're still gonna sell yeah. well like three million two that in five days is nothing to sniff at um yeah but it's not gonna be as well not as, as the, well. the iconic one so yeah yeah okay. next up uh cyberpunk 2077 will get dlc at least as large as the witcher freeze announced before launch Cyberpunk 2077 will receive additional DLC post-launch, including a multiplayer mode. During a recent investors call reviewing the company's most recent financial quarter, CG Project Red president Adam Klitschke revealed additional details about Cyberpunk DLC, including the potential length and announcement window. During a Polish language meeting with investors, Klitschke was... Do you think I got that right? Klitschke? Klitschke. There's it in. Klingninski. I think it's Kaczynski. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. No, you could be right, definitely. Was asked um, about following on DLC for Cyberpunk 2077, which is set to release on September um, 17th. Sagan, how'd you say? 
Kaczynski. Kaczynski. I'll get. Was asked how big the DLC will be and when they will announce. As trailer translated by IGN Poland, Chaninski revealed that players can expect expansion size no less, uh, no less than Witcher 3, considering that Blood and Wine and the Heart of Stone DLC combined are around 40 hours of extra content, give or take. That's quite a bold statement. Crash. Yep. This doesn't surprise us, does it? No. I don't think they're even. I don't think this like it's done or anything like that. No. Like usually, I get annoyed at these companies when they announce things beforehand. It's like, are you holding it back from the game? Blah blah blah. With CD Projekt Red, they have all. I have all the faith in the world in them. I, I just very I, consumer heavy. <laughs> yeah. I saw. I saw a lot of people doing like the normal complaint, like, oh, why couldn't it be in the game? Da da da. da. Like it's clearly not done. Um, yeah. These the especially the DLC from them is it's big content. not the, it's, the, well, it's expansions the they're expansions DLC isn't a fair statement yeah, yeah they're I, expansions I that. um yeah, yeah cool I'm, i mean it's hard to get excited for an expansion that we haven't played the game we haven't got yet. the game yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah as much as i've seen cyberpunk behind closed doors love it it looks amazing cannot wait to play it but yeah i need to just gotta wait gotta wait on that one before i start getting too hyped um Next up, the EOS, the ESRB announces new rating labels for loot boxes. This is something that's been in the works for a while. Uh, the ESRB has announced new rating labels for games with loot boxes and other randomized in-game purchases. The ESRB created in-game purchase label uh, rating labels for games back in 2018 as a response to the loot box disclosure that reached uh, different state governments in the US and elsewhere in the world. Like Belgium, and now the company has created a new label for random items. The label will still feature in-game purchases, but now, but now the label will say in-game purchases in, in uh, brackets, including random items. End brackets. Um, sorry, how do you how do you say it when you're talking about brackets? Is it open bracket, close bracket? Is that right? I think so. Let me ask Haley. I'm, I'm not too sure. When you're when you're talking, if you're like quoting something like that, would you say open bracket, close bracket? She says you can do. Do not have She to. doesn't know. Well, I feel like um, if I'm explaining it to somebody, you need to make sure it's clear that you're telling them open bracket close. That's yeah. how I'm going to say it. I don't know if... I, I didn't go to journalism school. I don't know. I'm sorry, okay? I have a bandana on. We're struggling out here, all right? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, as for when uh, players can expect an announcement for the DLC... Crash. Um... DLC. Kaczynski. Thank you. Told investors to expect a similar scenario to what we had for The Witcher 3. I'll be honest, I completely... It's I looked, fine. It's I fine. Don't here. worry, brother. Don't worry, I got you. I'll get us through this. Uh, CG Pro Red famously announced both Witcher 3 expansion a week before the game's launch meeting. CG Pro Red could potentially announce the DLC for Cyberpunk shortly before the game is released. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, uh, sounds about right. Sounds good. I'm excited for our cyberpunk, especially with them keep doubling down. It's like, no, it's not getting delayed. No, it's not getting delayed. No, it's not getting delayed. I'm and like, I feel like I believe they would tell people if it was delayed. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't believe it's bullshit. I feel like it's like, oh, man, we're actually going to get this game on time. Yeah. Crash. Yeah, I'm, oh, something yeah. that's not on the docket that I wanted to talk okay. about. Um, we keep saying. <laughs> <Can't> really? <laughs> I'm just going to ask you to marry me, but damn. Um, oh, good. Yeah, we keep talking about what's next. What's next? Yeah. We're forgetting. The trailer dropped yesterday. Gears of War Tactics. 
Yes. Did you watch the trailer? That's a really good point. No, ah. I don't watch anything. Dude, it looks really good. I, I, I 100% believe that. It looks, it looks really, really good. I'm, I'm not sure if you can rename the characters, but it did show the recruitment process. Yeah, the so that's 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 uh, I was talking to Ben last night, and Ben was like, Yeah, there's a set amount of characters that are like integral to the store story, and if they're on a mission, you have to like get out with them alive. If yeah, you, if they die, you have to restart it. But there are characters that you can customize and all that. No, stuff. I know you can customize them, but I don't know if you can, them, I don't I don't know know you can name, name them. Process. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, I, it's probably somewhere in there, I'd imagine. I could be wrong about I that, hope so. I, I just want a full, a full team in my chat. I think that'd be really, yeah, really cool and help. Honestly, that's one of the funnest things about XCOM. Yeah. It's like, oh no, Fix died. That's why I watched you play it, honestly. Fix 2.0. Fix 2.0. Fix 3.0. Fix 4.0. Why does this guy keep dying? Um, <laughs> yeah, no. It's I just, always one character that'll die every time. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed what I saw. The story actually looks very, very interesting. It takes place 15 years before Gears War ever happened. Um this shows them nuking the world, and it's a very dope trailer. Go check it out if you haven't watched it. Um, but it went into more gameplay mechanics, and obviously, like I just said, the recruitment process and stuff like that. Um, and I'm forgetting this game comes out in ten days. Yeah, it come, it's. I think. Oh man, it's I'm, so interesting as to why it doesn't have more hype around. Where's it. the marketing? I was just about to say that. It's like what yeah. is what is going on in Xbox marketing division at the moment, and is this because? We're at the end of a generation. Is this because they don't think it's going to do well again? Because I made the excuses for him for Bleeding Edge. I made the excuses for him for Ori, which Ori had a decent push enough. What is yeah. going on? I, it's weird. Like, because yeah. we're getting first party, first party, and third party exclusives coming out, but they're just not. They're not there yet. Um, yeah, my the only thing I can think of, which I don't know if this is right. I'm hoping this is the case that. It's on PC right now, and yeah. they don't expect even with a big push for it to get crazy sales on PC. So they're hoping we'll wait it out, we'll wait for this to be ready on console, and then we'll give it the big push when it's ready on console. On that, uh, also being said, I also pay for YouTube Premium. Um, I also watch TV through Netflix, Amazon Prime. Um, so I wouldn't see TV ads for it anyway. I only see targeted yeah, that, ads. That is very true. So if you're seeing true. ads for it, let me know because I'm just I'm just not seeing them. Yeah, um, it's also kind of weird because like Microsoft doesn't have a lot of Twitch ads now. No, because they're all so, everything's on Mixer. And that's where like if I see ads, I usually see it on Twitch. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I you're YouTube. right. I don't see ads there. Yeah. So it is on Twitch and Twitch. I can't think of the last time I saw. That's like, the only reason why I subbed you the other day. Xbox I hit, ads. I literally hit ad as soon as I come in this room. And like, you're like, nope. oh, I can't do this. Nope. <laughs> Have five pad. I'm not doing it with this shit. No way. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 it's a. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it though. So, expect. I don't know who's reviewing it for myxboxandme.com. I should probably talk to the team. Team, you must listen to this podcast. Hopefully. Talk to me. If you don't listen to the podcast, you're fired. Chris fired you. Damn. Yeah. Sucks They'll me. never know about Sucks. it. So they'll <laughs> going I'm taking away your login information. Um, uh, next. Uh, sorry. Gangs of Gold this month. Uh, Project Cars 2 available April 1st to April 30th. Uh, Knights of the Pen Pal available April 16th to May 15th. Fable Anniversary available April 1st to April 15th. Toy Box Turbos available April 16th to April 30th. Crash. That is yep. it this week, my friend. 
If anything yeah. big drops, we will do a bonus episode. Yeah. But let's, bef- let's plug, plug, plug. I'll go first. You can go next. Um, We are bringing back from the gamers. I have already booked in like guests coming out my butt cheeks. It's ridiculous. Um, So if you're interested in other talking about other it's different to my xbox and me we're not we're not doing the whole news and this that and the other it's going to be very topic based it will it will still come out as a full podcast somewhere but on my youtube channel which is where it's going to go it's going to be very clips so unless we're talking if we do like what we've been playing unless it's a game that is hitting like it's just came out and it's it's relevant it won't go up as a clip but like resident evil 4 that this that topic will go up and You'll see, it's, it's going to start this week, starting today, actually. We're, I'm recording today. Are you about at one? Yeah. We're one? Uh, yeah. I should be, yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. If you're not, you're not. You know, I'll make it work. <laughs> but yeah, Um. until then, Chris, what you got to plug? Twitch.tv forward slash Chris. He's back. I've been, I've been, uh, yesterday I took my first day off. Boom. I, I needed it. I was Fair like, enough. I could go live right now. I feel tired, though. It's not going to be a good stream. Yeah. I'm just going to take off. I'm going to relax. Come back at it tomorrow. Back at yeah. it like a bad habit. Yeah. No? Oh. Chris, before we go, actually, because I need to ask you one thing, because I know for a while you've heard this song. So uh, what are your yeah. opinions on Tootsie Slide? Why do you assume I've heard that song? Chris, you've heard the song. I've, I can tell you that I've heard about five seconds of the song. It goes left foot up, right foot yeah, slide. No. I, I, I don't foot support. Up, I don't. Right foot slide. You can't hear Crash now because I just muted him. So left foot up, right foot slide, left foot up. Crash. Oh, he's left. Oh. <laughs> Until next time, I will love you, leave you, and see you later. Bye, Crash. Bye. <laughs>